Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sharp Tank. No jumpers. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I got a real smooth, clean, collective brother by the name of Smoke Dizzy in the building with me today, man. What's going on with my guy, man? Definitely. I see you over there rolling you up one, Come man. Come on, Sharp. I'm in the Sharp Tank. You know what I mean? <laughs> Breakfast of champions going on. The ace flowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, the you good chronic going. You say you got the aces flowing, yeah, man. The ace flowing. You know yeah, what I mean? Man, it's you a, know, it's hey, a beautiful day, man. Trying to have me a light Friday. Why not? Keep it light. This is Friday, right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just it is. <laughs> Man, you had just uh, you had just hopped off the flight. You just, just hopped off the flight, six hour flight from New York. Yeah, amazing. Stood up the whole night. <laughs> what you got get into last night? Can I get, can I get a preview of what it happened? I ain't gonna hold you. You know, all that. at this point in time in my life, I'm not like a. Now everybody be like, I'm outside. I'm right. definitely inside. I'm definitely not outside. Um, <laughs> I ain't, I'm gonna be honest with you. As much as I. I love being outside. I like being outside. This is like, man, these days you can't be out like that. You got to pick and choose yeah, when you when you touch down and when you step out. You got to you know? go out for a purpose. Yeah. And last night I had no purpose. My only purpose was getting my bags ready to come to the West. Yeah. So um, I watched Bron and them play. I was pissed off. I was pissed off. You know what I mean? I, I, I am. I am a LeBron <laughs> fan. Therefore, I am going for the Lakers, even though I am a Nick fan. But I'm going for the Lakers, and I'm a sports better. Get so Julius Randle out of here. Yeah. Get Julius Randle out of here. And I it's fuck with about. Jules, man, but I just hate <laughs> I hate his body language. But he came from y'all, so you you yeah. know the struggle. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But y'all had a young Julius. Now we got a more prime Julius Randle, but his body language on the other side of the floor when shit ain't going right for him right. is really troubling. It just kills the whole morale of the viewers and the fans like me, and I'm yeah. sure of his teammates. And that's what I was going to say. I'm like, I think like once he starts doing bad, that shit ons itself yeah. to the entire team. Yeah, because he starts soaking. He don't want to get back yeah. to defense. He bitching at the rest. He's got to understand he's got a bigger job than just putting the basketball in the net. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? You got a bigger job over there, bro. You got a bigger role that you play. Absolutely. More than just stepping on the court and just playing basketball, man. People are looking. There's young guys over there, man. Like Facts. They're looking to you as a leader like, hey, you've been here before. Show us how to act. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't win a championship, show us how to have a championship mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you play you, with you, Kobe. You, you play with people, and he's been around people that have won championships. So Facts. I'm sure they've talked to him and given him the game. Facts. In basketball, they're like, niggas, it's already won rings. They'd be like, here, man, I'll give you the sauce. 
I get informed. They don't give a fuck. They already did it. You know what I mean? They just passing the knowledge. And you know, the NBA is a brotherhood. So at the end of the day, they all want each other to win. Yeah. But it's what it is. And then, you know, to to top my night off, I was really angry because I'm a sports better also. Yeah. And I took the Joker for 25. Is that why you come to the West Coast? Is that why you come to the West Coast to come gamble? Nah, because I'm a fan duel nigga, right? So y'all ain't got fan duel yet. Yeah. But I'm gonna fuck with the DraftKings while I'm here. Yeah. But you know, I took the Joker for 25. The nigga ended at 23. They ain't give him the ball the whole maybe like seven minutes of the fourth quarter. I was pissed. It was a very nice parlay. It let Murray go off. Murray went off for 37. Murray went off for 37. And everything hit. Why does he always? And I love the dude to death. I, Jamal Murray's a hell of a basketball player. But I always notice, bro. Like when they go to talk to him, he's always like. Yeah. Like he's hurt. <laughs> like he just fucking like went and faced I the cut fucking. The inner bro. I, I you know ever exactly. saw that? Like I, I know he the, did it last. Like when I he cut was it in off it, when he did he the post game interview. I was so mad, bro. Because I'm like, yo, boy, you just took like five <laughs> possessions. You know what I mean? To get fouled, you got eight points off garbage minutes right. of niggas fouling you when you could have passed it to the Joker. You was you was openly going to inbound to get the ball from the inbound. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, but shout out to Jamal Murray. Shout out to yeah, no shout Murray. out Jamal Murray, man. Murray. I love him. So you you are a Harlem native, correct? Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Tell us about your era a little bit, man. Um, the era you came up in well, and ever- what helped bring Smoke Dizzy to life. Well, the era I grew up in, um, I would say I was spawned from from battle rap, from the from the battle rap era mm. before before it got commercial. Before battle rap's real a greasy sport, right? It, it's it's probably <laughs> it's very technical. Yeah, I got the utmost respect for those guys because what they do is some real out of body phenomenal shit. Um, I came from the era of that before the cameras existed i think everybody from new york around the era of i want to say 2000 to 2005 coming up around that time yeah right you had to have some type of pedigree of battle rap you had to be able to stand in front of somebody else that was dope and spit your shit right so right i came from that it takes guts it takes guts it takes yeah. confidence you know what i mean um and then from that you know I was always I was always um interested in in, in getting into the studio and, and making structured music, and yeah. I met my brother Johnny Shipes from um, yeah shout out Johnny Shipes shout out Shipes I met Shipes from from battling I was doing um this battle that he was uh I guess putting together called Slam from the Streets, and it was a it was a fusion of battle rap. And and one mixtape. Did y'all keep this New York base at the time? It was, was New it just... York. It was New York base. Yeah. I made it to the finals and I battled Immortal Technique. Shout out to Immortal Technique, my guy. Mm. Um, I think there's some footage of that flowing on the internet and shit too. Yeah. But from all back that then, stuff gets pumped back up. To yeah, date now. you know Once what I mean. The internet came. People take those videos. And, and this however... is this is pre-internet. <clears throat> right. Right, so, so mother could probably had just a camcorder out there, literally. man, catching from the side. Exactly, like. <laughs> it wasn't no phone. And it wasn't cameras. even yours. Somebody just brought it. It was one. just some exactly <laughs> somebody that was just documenting shit that was smart enough to know yeah. um, that content is is king. Funny. And um, yeah, from then you know me and Shipes, we just we really you know learned this shit together, and and came up and I started to uh, write for uh, High Tech. 
the the producer high tech shout out to that's tech. live yeah um did some shit for him on his album high technology too at that time and then that situation spawned into me um doing some work with sean kingston which works with sean kingston man nah, and it seems like he don't you don't even hear like music per se from him anymore, but that boy is balling. I mean, that little motherfucker made some good. He like, made he, some money. He made some yeah. fucking bread because yeah, he, he made I hit him records. The other day eating. Yeah, yeah, he He's got eating. He got hit records, and I'm pretty sure he's still, you know, streaming really, really well right now. Still making those hit records in in the space that he's in. But yeah, um, it seemed like he went more global with. Yeah, he like but, that's where he went and ate at. Ryan it wasn't just hold you shot. He started global. Beautiful yeah. girls. Beautiful girls was, was a global crazy. record. Yeah, I you remember that I mean? joint. I remember you know, that joint. And on that first album, um, I worked on about four or five records on that album. Yeah. Um, and that was a time where I was living in L.A. This was around like oh six, oh seven. Um, Nipsey Hussle, great friend of mine. God bless. R.I.P. Um. You know, we we were all a part of the same conglomerate cinematic around that time, so I spent a lot of time around him. And um, you know, I just continue to do my shit. Just You say you've been coming out here for a while. Been coming out here for a long time. Yeah, so I'm sure you definitely created some relationships with a few people. For sure, for sure. Nipsey also being one of them. For sure. Um Shit, all the TD, <clears throat> those are all my guys. Yeah, shout out to you, man. Q. Yeah, schoolboy so, Q and them. J Rock. Shout out um, to the man. It's my boy Smack, man. You know what I'm saying? I be fucking with Smack. That's mm -hmm. my dude. Mac Wap, that's my brother. Um, fucking uh, Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy. I like I mean, Dom Kennedy. That's my brother he, right there. Uh, my favorite. That's one was, of my favorite MCs right there. He was there, cool man. on that, uh, that double up joint. <laughs> Dom go hard, man. He was he was cool. I liked I liked his verse on there, homie. Dom go hard, you know. Um, shit, I even I fuck with all of the OF guys, all of our future guys. You know, yeah. shout out Tyler, Damo, yeah. Left Brain, Hydra. Tyler, creator. You know, uh, I like him. I don't know if he's trolling majority of the time when he does certain shit. I mean, he's obviously smart, man. He's, he's a genius. He's a, he's a genius in, in the, the plays that he makes, man. Like, mm -hmm. from some of the skits he'll do, whatever he gets, this dude gets tons of views, man. I done watched him whoop people for awards. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. So it's, it's nothing but love to Tyler, the creator. But I be wondering, like, damn, is he trolling or is he, is this really him? Like, does he really feel this way And some of the things that he be saying? Because he be looking dead-ass serious in it. It's entertainment, man. You got to. Who was he sitting there playing chess with the other day? Who was that? He said he played chess with, um, I think it was either, was it DJ Envy? It was somebody he was with. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, just, or somebody, he was, it was somebody he was playing with. And uh, he had said, um, he was like, man, the dude was sitting there roasting him about him playing, he had beat him or whatever. He was like, what you mean you beat me? He said, I beat you six times or whatever before that. He says, but I bet you didn't tell him that I just sucked your dick. Oh, my God. Like he does, he does shit like that. <laughs> like he's Christ. Is that who that was? <coughs> that was about to say, Donnie, if you could pull it up for me, I think it was um, there was like a clip of it, like it had got posted, and he had uh, he had said something. He was like, yeah, he was like, man, I bet you didn't say, man, I just sucked your dick. I'm like, bro, like 
Why listen? All right, it's cool to joke. I just don't be with the like the constant sex play. Like maybe that's how him and his homies get down. Earl sweatshirt and all them. Like you know, shout out to all them dudes. But I don't know, man. It's, what's your it's, What's your take on it? I don't really, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I ain't got to take on him. I'll be letting the young homies do what the young homies do, and I'll be in my space doing what I do, and I respect everybody in their space. I respect them, too, and... but I just want to know who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Is that mm. you or is that just a character? All right, cool. You putting on a character? That's fine. I just like to know where motherfuckers stand when I'm around them, bro. Uh, or I'm yeah. going to stand there, and I'm going to just stare at it the whole time like I don't trust it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Like, let me know where you stand. Okay, cool. That's who you are. Or at least we know this. You know what I'm hmm. saying? There's no secret to that. Hmm. If I don't know you, bro, how can I trust you? And you constantly changing. I don't like people who constantly change, bro. Heard you. Heard you. Like on just some bullshit and don't kiss stand on their moral principle and like show the base ground who they are. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I mean? I so you, I want to know, bro, like when did you start? Like really touching music. Like when did you feel like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this shit. I always ask rappers that, like, cause um, I think like the, it's in the end you always go back to the beginning. That's where it all starts from and stems from, man. I think when I, when I, not only, cause my first answer, my initial thought to answer was to say when I got my first check off music, right? But you can get paid you know. one time and then never get paid again, never get paid again, right? So for me, I think when I started to get consistent money off music and and music wasn't a hobby it began it, it became a career it, it became you know like this is what i do to make money not i'm trying to make money from doing this so i was blessed to to make money early in this shit and continue to have a stream of income from all the seeds i planted so i would say um once i got a consistent stream of money from my craft. That's right. When it became a thing, a real thing. How old were you about when you start about, really touching some rap money, man? Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty one, twenty two. See about her. So you're about twenty one, twenty two. Mm -hmm. Thirty nine. Is that when you started like fucking with the music? Nah, that's when I started making money. See, I, I started. Know I started. About when you I started, started fucking with the music at fifteen. Right. You know that's I mean? where so it really starts. That's when it started, but it, I wasn't making no money. I was just fucking with the music. That shit wasn't. But isn't that the build up to you even making some bread? Yeah, I mean, because you gotta do you it gotta to do a certain it. degree to to be a professional at it, right? But so please, you know, some people let the upcoming upcoming rappers know that you know what I'm saying. Hey, these might be some of the struggles that you gonna face, right? You know? But everybody road is different. It is, you feel me? but so, they might have little bits and pieces they can take from your game and apply to theirs. I would say never give up. You know what I mean? Because you never yeah. know how close you are. It's it's always a six degrees of separation from where you, from from who you need to get to to where you want to be. Right. right? So right. it's all about making relationships and this shit. I mean, this shit is built on relationships. It's built on a buddy system. I mean, you you ain't always gonna be hot. And and you gotta know that. And you gotta come you gotta conform to what's going on around you. I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying to 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 ride whatever wave of new shit is going on, but be aware of what's going on around you, to right. know when you gotta adjust. Shit is just like being an athlete. It's just like anything you do in life that you've been doing for a long time. Shit changes, and you gotta learn how to change with the changes. And you know that's how you be able to sustain some type of stability in this shit. 
Because other than that, you know what I mean, you just be one of those. Oh, you remember that, nigga? One of those. Would you say that <clears throat> being around some of the wrong people may set someone back from their transition or them growing to the next level or the next phase? Because I'll talk to a lot of artists and they'd be like, man, they never really got nowhere until they actually left that person or somebody that they were trying to do business with in the, for their music career, you know? Mm. And they'll spend five, six, maybe seven, eight years with these people, you know, and never really get anywhere. And then as soon as they get out, man, they first year, they fuck around and they got something that's just booming and buzzing. And now they're doing tours and it's opened up a lot more doors, you know? Would you say that it, it, it can be a, the circle you keep as well? Hell yeah. I mean, it, it's all with growth. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and they got good, like I was talking about relationships. You have good relationships and you have bad ones too. Yeah. And you just, you know, all of the shit is, is a test to see if you could, A, get through it and grow from it, or if you just can't succumb it. You know what I mean? And right. A lot of times, a lot of us, you know, a lot of us don't get the messages sometimes when it's, given to us and sometimes you just got to learn from that right so it's never a bad thing like i said everybody's route is different everybody's road is different but we all trying to get to the same place right that's why i say like i, I get that you know me and you they could set me and you on the same path you know what i'm saying we might not go through the same we're not going to go through the same obstacles to get to this same place so i do understand that but i'm like People could take game from that. Like, hey, man, this was my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like we owe it to the younger generation, man, because that's why they running around like, well, fuck the older homies. Or, you know, they don't want to listen to somebody that's been around because I maybe they don't feel embraced, mm -hmm. you know? And especially for the younger, especially for the, you know, the younger artists, man. They don't seem like they feel embraced. That's why they break away from the Tupacs and the Biggies and they break away from listening to the Wu-Tang Clans and people who had some real structure. You know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang Clan, man, them boys had structure. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Wordsmith Shaolins. <laughs> like, them niggas was with the functions, homie. Like, and they did it as a unit. You know what I mean? Facts. <laughs> and that's still one of man. Meth, that's still one of my <clears throat> men. I, I love that dude right there. Meth That's was one of my he, favorite MCs, man. He had to be, man, I think he's a lot of people's, but they won't Ghost even say Face, it. the chef, <sighs> the abbot, Dak, mm. Capadonna, Yui. Um, I mean, the Wu is, that's a legendary crew. You know what I mean? I just feel like, man, they deserve more flowers than they probably get. What? They get flowers all around the world. Them niggas got flowers. I still feel like it shops. ain't enough. But I'm just saying, like, I just don't the feel like... The Wu-Tang is the fucking biggest group I just ever, feel probably. Like, I, I just feel like they don't get it enough over here. You don't hear the younger kids talking about it. You know what I'm saying? You don't be like, hey, man, you, man, shit, I'm, what you banging? Man, I got that Wu-Tang on right now. You just, you don't hear that like that. That's what I'm saying. Nah, Even though they're the biggest group, I don't feel like, I, I feel like that's, it seems like they're going to die with us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because these young kids, they don't be giving a fuck. <clears throat> I think it's a lot of it's a lot of us that that music that that sonically that sound still lives within a lot of us. So I don't think it'll ever die. I don't think it will die with us. I think out of a lot of us that still, you know, promoting that 
that sound, yeah. it will be some younger, and it is some younger guys already that's engaged in that. Like, you know, Joey Badass is... Unique guy, like, a unique fella. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like him. Mm -hmm. he, he, he come from that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it still lives on in him. And like I said, I'm not saying that Wu-Tang uh, Wu Clan ain't set in stone. I'm just saying, like, bro, it's... it's it's, it's, it's gonna fall on deaf ears after a while because a newer generation there's so much music being made there's so many people that are fans to the the drill rappers and the up and comings to where that shit'll just be historic it'll just be set that hey this happened right I just want to see it I, I just want to see it get more flowers than what it's due you know meth look like he's doing his thing though he do he is, he I, is. I, I, I fuck with him you got a um you got a brand smokers club. Mm. Tell me a little bit about that. Smokers Club. <clears throat> shout out to Johnny Shipe. Shout out to Shice Bubs. Um, we started our brand 2009. Yeah. Uh, started at South by Southwest as a show. Um, myself, Currency, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, Devin the Dude, shit, Kendrick and J Rock was on that show. That's but a live a show. Right? That's a live. That's a live lineup right there. Bunch of motherfuckers on yeah. that show. Um, which turned into a tour the next year. Uh, that was the first time that we actually uh <clears throat> toured off our mixtapes, me currency and um and crit, and um, you know the the lineups changed throughout the years. We did that for about ten years and turned into a a, a grand Dior festival that we did in San Bernardino a couple years. Um. Did it last year. It's about fifty thousand people there. Uh, it's a lot of people to perform in front of. A lot of people. <clears throat> like lot people, people hear fifty thousand and be like, man, man, let me tell you something. Seven hundred people look like that. <laughs> yeah. Especially but, when you standing up on stage and they're all tuned into what the fuck you're doing. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't. It's not for everybody, yeah, bro. It's not for everybody. But you nah. know, it's 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 a festival, so we we have we have three different stages. Oh, y'all had a crack. Anybody you anybody dope that you could think of perform at the joint. Um for Playboy. Seemed like it was like all the weed Playboy smokers. Cardi to fucking Lupe Fiasco to fucking Schoolboy Q to fucking Wiz Khalifa, myself, um <laughs> Currency, a lot of people. Right. You know, right. So, so. so are y'all doing this more? Is it gonna be something that's ongoing or are yeah. you gonna? Is I that mean, just kind of like? We just came off tour uh, a couple weeks ago, the Good Trip tour. Um, That's probably why your ass tired, nigga. I'm just hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids. not even here. No, and not I got even kids. here. I'm just saying, like, because I oh. know you said I slept on the plane. Like, oh yeah, like, I mean, I, I got up. kids. I got kids. I got you know shit I gotta do. So yeah, nigga, be tired. But um, yeah, we just came off the road, the Good Trip tour. Um, Wiz Khalifa, Burner, Joey Badass, Chevy Woods, and myself. Um. And we going back this fall, and we also have the clothing brand, The Smokers Club, at thesmokersclub.com, www.thesmokersclub.com, all spelled. So they can follow the journey, follow what's going on, follow the any lifestyle. type of news that's going on for Life, it, any updates. All of that, all of that. We got Bud and, and, and a bunch of cookie stores out here and Marathon and all that other good shit. So. I got to ask, man. Especially being in the limelight and moving like you do, how is it like juggling your career and your personal life? You know, with your kids and everything like that. 
And how's that been? Well, you? it used to be horrible. <laughs> you want to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> it used to be fucking horrible. Yeah. But um, it's no such thing as figuring out the balance, right? Right. It's it's all with prioritizing. So I've been prioritizing better. Um and yeah, you know, life is life, and but by the grace of God, everything is how it's supposed to be. Oh, do your kids doing? Man? My kids, well, my oldest is nineteen, just turned nineteen, and then I got two fourteen-year-old twins. They just yeah. started high school, boy and a girl. You gotta be live. It's crazy. It's live. It's a good time. <laughs> That's gotta be crazy. They they look alike or are they. They they paternal. Um, they look alike, but they don't look alike. It's one of those. One of like, those. Yeah. It's like I know, but it's, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, oh shit, they are twins. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's yeah. dope, man. It sounds like you uh you also be doing a lot of work for the community and helping the community out in Harlem, man. Like, tell us some of the things that you had going on up there. Um. Well. I'm not going to cap and be like, I'm yeah, don't, out don't there cap. all the time. Dude. Like, yeah. I've done some shit in the community. Like, I've put a community fridge out there. It's more than a lot. It's more they than fuck, a lot. You know, the hood be fucking shit up, man. These, and it don't even be, you know, my problem sometimes when you do things for the neighborhood, you wanted to get to where it's supposed to get to, right? But then you got, I was once a badass kid in the neighborhood. Or even shit, if I bro. wasn't a badass kid, I was around some badass niggas yeah. that we might have seen the fridge, we might have thought it was cool, ah, whoever did this, ha ha, when these niggas ain't around, we gonna kick the fridge over. Just to just be just dickhead little kids. So it is still dickhead little kids that exist. And it's still people that just do ignorant shit. So it's hard to do those type of activations for the neighborhood, however, you always want to do some things for the neighborhood that stick, like I said, that gets to who's supposed to have it. So um, when I did put a community fridge in the neighborhood, it was during the pandemic where it was hard for a lot of people to even get fresh produce and, you know, get meals at you go that to, time. You're right, because if you go, like, to the rescue missions and shit like that, you walk in there, it smells like spoiled food. Exactly. Like expired food. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll get all that shit passed down. The store's got to get rid of it. Some shit that ain't got sold, they send it over there. So that, I, I feel you when you say, like, some fresh, bro, yeah. like some shit that's not going to expire fresh two and, days and not, past. And not only shit that people not going to use. Like, niggas, like you know, we in the, we in the inner, inner city, so... Yeah. You don't want to see a head of broccoli in the fridge. Niggas gonna see that and throw that shit in the garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm, I got the rich, I got the rich homies pulling up and putting good shit in the refrigerator too. Yeah. For for those that need it. But right. um, you know. You say y'all pass out some pizza rolls, some Pringles and shit yeah, too. Yeah, good shit. You know, for all the, the, you know you, <laughs> all, all of this shit. The good juices zoom, 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 and all some wham whams. Yeah. Yeah. The good pre-made, pre-fixed meals. Right. From from a couple restaurants and people that That's I fuck with, you know, so it was it was good shit in there too. It seems like especially like uh Vegas and places like that, like Vegas and even here in LA, it seems like the homeless like they wait for people to come down and do the good charity. They know somebody coming. Somebody right? Coming. Somebody's coming. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's you, whether it's myself, somebody's in it coming trying to call themselves doing a quote unquote good deed. You know what I'm a saying? Charitable charitable deed from the heart yeah like but some people like really just go down there for their own personal means and look good they don't really care about helping the community that's why i think because they're going the to film it 
Uh, right, and I think a lot of the uh, see me. I don't like to film none of that. I, shit. I help people all the time, man. But I'm like, why do I have to film it to show people? That's what I'm doing. Ain't that all, all I need to show is God? God knows what I'm doing out here, man. That's why I feel like He continues to bless me. You know what I mean? Because He knows I'm not doing it for no. I don't care to catch no cloud off that, man. If I can help somebody, I'm gonna help them. But man, you go up under these bridges, man. You go down certain places, then people already know. So they see a nice car and somebody pop the trunk. Hey, get in line. Mm -hmm. I'm already first. Mm -hmm. Cause they already know it's about to run up, man. And I just, I, I, I do hate that it do get misused. Yeah, like yeah. that. For sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I feel you, man. Like, why you want to put a refrigerator over there? Motherfuckers gonna just kick some shit over and try to go vandalize some shit, man. That shit ain't cool. That shit costs money, and motherfuckers need to know that. Like, motherfucker really pulling some bread out of his pocket, man, and try to make this shit possible. I mean, it's what it is. You know, it, it took a while for it to even happen that way but you can't even expect people to to be governing shit and nobody's gonna be here 24 hours to go pay attention to what's going on with the refrigerator somebody's gonna leave at some point you yeah. know what i mean so it's like you in the inner city shit like that's gonna happen you just gotta i'm not doing it for clout so it didn't fucking matter it got to where it needed to get to and then you know it'll be the next thing Tell us about the, uh, I believe you won a Millennium Award. Oh. Um, Tell us about that a little bit. Shout out to the city of New York. See, um, I think that was very fitting for what we was just speaking on. Take nah, it from the dope. bad, and let's bring it over to a little that bit. That was good. I mean, good. it wasn't even bad. It was it's just not me bad, just being just honest. Up, it's just though. stupid shit. It's stupid shit, bro, yeah, and I just hate shit. hearing it. Like, I'm about yeah. to say, like, yeah, I tried to help, but that didn't last long. Yeah, but and it's it, not even to say that I won't help again, or I haven't helped after that. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's what it is. But yeah, um, I got an award from the city of New York from the mayor's office um, honoring uh, black and Hispanic music in New York City. Um, I was the youngest recipient of an award amongst Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes, Dougie Fresh, Roxanne Shantae, Clark Kent, Love Roxanne Shantae, all them. Man, that was that real. He's Spice talking about the real one. rap era. You know what I mean? Yeah, the so real all ones. of them, I'm imagine, you know, I'm sitting in a row with all of these <laughs> people. And I'm the youngest one to receive award from the city to receive an award from the city of New York from the mayor's office in City Hall, the same place that I went to Central Bookings fifty times. And I was finally there getting honored for the shit I would get booked for central booking tour which is smoking weed because that's the culture that my music is based off other than fly you had to have found Wrestling. growth out of that like Ooh, that shit. had to been amazing oh it was amazing i had my mom there you know that'd be amazing it man. was amazing it was you know made me feel amazing. good to hear the stuff like i was there you know what i'm saying it, it made me amazing. feel good to hear somebody like I, I i root that shit on man like when somebody say man i i know where i came from mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i didn't let it define me Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. and if I'm sure it felt good to step up on that podium or step up on that stage, man, and and get your due season and get your roses. And you want to know some shit, shop? Like, talk to me. I was the whole time I was sitting there. I was like, I don't deserve this. Not saying I don't deserve it, but just saying like I'm in the. You I'm did sit, say that. I'm with the legends. I'm sitting next to. I'm sitting in between Busta Rhymes and Fat Joe, and I'm receiving an award from New York City, mm -hmm. and Dougie Fresh is right here, and I'm 
the youngest person to receive this award, and I'm so overwhelmed and at awe that that's the only thing I can think of at that moment. I'm, I'm going right? to be honest with you. I can resonate because I know exactly how that feels, my man. Right. I swear so, to you to be like, man, am, am I that? But you are. You just don't know it. See, sometimes you might not be able to see it, but the people see it. And I like that about you. And I try to stay that way myself. Like, I'm not too big for nothing. No matter what people want to say, legendary, this and all. Because I feel like once I feel like that, now my stomach full. Huh. I ain't hungry no more. Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's a piece of your hunger talking to you is all it is. Like, deserve this. And what that's telling you is you're about to go do more. Hmm, this, ain't the, this ain't the stop right here. You ain't let your stomach get full, that's G. That's a fact. Now, the L part, right? Is that day, you know... That shit made me feel the way. Damn, too. Yeah, bro. Like, you know, that the ill part is that day, you know, I got love from everybody that was in that room. You know what I mean? Everybody pulled me to to pull me aside and, mm -hmm. and, sh and shared pleasantries, right? But maybe like a month or two after that, I had did a show at Urban Plaza in New York with um with the Locks. And I ran into Busta Rhymes. And Buster pulled me aside and gave me the longest speech of pleasantries of how he felt about me receiving that award that day. And we didn't get to talk that day because it was so much shit going on. But, yeah. you know, fast forward, having that chat with him and building with him and, and you know, him, you know, giving me my flowers, so to speak, after it was all over. Even though I already had perspective from my people, hearing it from another legend that received the award that day. He knew, and I was waiting for you to say something, like he knew how it felt. So he, and you know what? Maybe he came and embraced you, like how he wanted some of them people to come embrace him, and he may not have got that, so it carried mm. with him. So he mm. said, man, watch, I'm going to change the game on this. Mm. I'm going to embrace the next person, man. I'm going to embrace them the way I wish I would have gotten embraced. Mm. Because ain't nobody going to really tell you how they felt. Like, are you telling it right now? Like, hey, man, this is how I felt that day. And I think a lot of us would feel that way. Like, damn, do I am I deserving of this? I mean, I know I'm deserving. So I get what you're saying. You're like, I know I'm deserving. Yeah, I worked hard. But, like, did I work hard enough? Did I, did I fuck up here and I'm it was still like, getting this? Like, am I catching a shortcut? Because don't nobody want the shortcut. Nah, you want it because you got it. Right. It wasn't even, I ain't even feel none of that. It just felt like, you know, I'm sitting amongst a bunch of legends and I'm getting an, an award. Yeah. And I'm still I'm still currently beating my feet on the road and doing what I'm doing. So I'm like. Could have been down on your last do I, dollar. Didn't nobody know? Could have been. You could have been down like on your last buck accepting that award. I mean, that's nobody's business but yours and God's, man. But. Yeah, by the grace maybe, of God, I wasn't. By but, the grace of God, but, you wasn't, but could have yeah. had some real fucked up shit going on in your right. life. I did have this some was supposed up to be a happy moment for you. And it you was like, a lot going my on. My mind is on some whole other shit to where it's like, am I truly genuinely enjoying this right now? Or it was am I a lot. It's funny you say that because that's literally what I was going through. You know, just coming fresh off of losing my grandparents and losing mm. my dad. And you know, a lot of that shit. It, it, you lost a lot to gain a lot. I lost a lot. Up, right? And then, you know, despite that, we lost about two years, all of us as a whole, like the entire world, with COVID. That shit was fucked up. So we made some and then broke some. For about two <clears throat> years, too. So, yeah. you know, it was a lot of adjusting. 
And like I said, by the grace of God, I'm here, man. Fighting through. Well, I just want you to know, man, when you when you felt that moment, even going through some hardship, just know, like, man, you just it was very deserving. You were supposed to be there. God put you there for a reason, man. Accidents, I, I don't believe in accidents. Me neither, all coincidence. I don't believe in accidents, yeah. man. It all happens yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Whether sure. you're supposed to learn a lesson or you're supposed to t take your licking. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you fucked up somewhere down the line. Like, whatever the case may be, man. Like, Or you just felt like shortcutting some shit. Hmm. And now I came back to bite you in your ass later on. It always circles back around, brother. Facts. It always does, man. It don't miss. Telling you, homie. Like, that's why I, I fuck with you, man. You, it seemed like you like fucking with fashion too, man. Nah, it's my shit. I'm, you know, I'm up top, nigga. I, I like, I like, like the design. Nice shit. Yeah. Like hey, man. Nice hey, shit. niggas been creating their clothes for years, huh? Niggas been putting their own <laughs> shit together for years. Like, I ain't got the money to always walk into Gucci and Louis, nigga, and all that. But hey, guess what? Bet you <coughs> I have my shit looking right when I step out. Nah, you know you could do all of that shit too. Of but you course. know you could always mix. The hot fashion with your fashion. That's a hard nigga for make. you, though. Because y'all always want to be like, well, I, don't, I know everybody can have that. So I want to be, when I touch down. I want some shit, you know what I mean? I know I'm one of the only niggas out like here rocking it. You don't, you don't <laughs> want to be looking like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to have your own, That's you want to se separate yourself. You know what I mean? Like, even, even with the buckets. I've been doing the buckets since the beginning of eternity. I mean, since I was... Yeah. Since I was born, before I had facial hair, so it was something that you know, <laughs> in my in my age of being who I am, yeah, I do the buckets. I've been doing the buckets, you know, for a long time. But um, but now nah, fashion is something that we uh we grew up in. That's that's our thing. Up top, we fuck with the fashion, so it's especially in Harlem. So it's something that's. Oh, do you have any um? Have you ever had the chance to fuck with like Jim Jones and all? Those is my brothers. Jim, Cam. Yeah. I mean, I got I got music with Jewels and all them. You know what I'm saying? Got music. I was with gonna say, man, you say it's hard. Me and Jewels ain't got hard. no music, but I fuck with Els. But um, me yeah. and me and me and Capo got music. Me and me and Killer got mad music. Those is my guys. That's my that's my dude. Yeah, right. we that's got we got joints. Right there. I got a joint with me, Cam, and Jim on it. I mean, so fuck with the set. I'm I'm a. I'm a fucking diplomat's purple city baby. You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> what I that's what I come from. Shice Bubs is that's my introduction to weed. You know what I mean? I, it wouldn't it wouldn't be no Kush God without Shice Bubs. So, you know, that's that with that. So yeah, I'm definitely heavy embedded. Are you still um currently on the battle rap scene or did you leave know. that little shit alone? Hey man, I gotta, I gotta ask. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm why you supposed shot. to. That's why I asked. You can say what <laughs> you want to say to it. Nah, no disrespect in the hell. No, like I wouldn't like belittle what they do yeah, because, you. like I said, that shit is some real fucking outer body, next level shit. But for me personally, I'm not built for that shit. What them niggas do. I mean, I, I I'm in my lane with what I do, and I want to be the best at that over there. Not to say I can't do it, but I don't, I'm not doing that shit. It's too much for me. Well, let's jump from that and let's talk about the podcast scene for you. Okay. Yeah, man. That's why you're good <laughs> with your words. I mean, you have been doing the podcast. How long you been doing this for now? I've been doing this for a while, man. Uh, shout out to my brother, Show Bro, where I was just talking to him. Personal Party Podcast. 
Uh, we've been doing it for about three, three, four years now. Um, went on a little hiatus because life was lifing. Mm. You know what I mean? I hope they don't go over their head. Oh, hey. we don't. <laughs> life, life was lifing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we definitely, um, definitely cooking and got some interesting things in front of us. That's on the way. About to drop a cup. I think I dropped the episode today, but I, but I'm pretty sure another. You know, by by the time this roll out, yeah. it'll be a new episode there. But um, yeah. See, no subscribe to our shit. You thinking ahead? You thinking ahead? You say, "I'm sure." Come by the on. time this drops, though, we'll already have another episode out. Come you know on. what it is? You know what I mean? Straight up, man. You know, Where can they find you, man? What streaming platforms can they find you at right now, man? I'm on everything, man. I'm on all DSPs: Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Title, fucking Pandora, wherever, wherever you could digest music. I'm on it. Um, smoke Dizza, smoke DZA. Uh, for those that know me, I already know how I give it up. And for those that don't get familiar, um, you know my podcast, the Personal Party Podcast. Subscribe. Got a bunch of cool people up there. And when you come to the city shop, you got to come by the spot, man. What you mean? You got to come by the spot. You know what I mean? Have bottles. I had a bottle. I see what you like. I see what you like. So, therefore, you know, therefore, I know. I'm falling through. I, I when I touch down New York, I want to come straight to Harlem. You homie. come yeah, straight to, you know what I mean? Come straight to the spot of town. <laughs> I'm going to get you situated. I know what you like. I know what you smoke. I'm going to yeah. make sure you good. And you can smoke the bogeys in the spot, too. Cause yeah, because I know not everybody fucks Not everybody fucks with it. But you good, though. Ay, you ay. good. That's, that's when you know a nigga reaching for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? One more. I, I got to know, like, what made you jump into the podcast game? Like, I'm, I got a lot of cool friends, man, and I feel like, you know. Use your resources. Your yeah. resources, your greatest credit card. Your greatest credit card. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you can't abuse it, just like credit, just like American you Express. You can't abuse it, though. No, you can't no, abuse no, it. no, 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 no. But, but, but what I will say is, you know, I just wanted to tell my story, and I wanted to tell my friend's story the correct way. And I feel like, you know, like for me and you, this this wasn't an interview. This is us chopping it This up. us chopping it. Right? And this yeah. is what I like to do with my people. Right. And I like to I, I feel like, you know, when you talking to, to somebody that that you could identify with or if you fucking with somebody that you've been you've been in the mud with and, and y'all done toured and did music and went through mad shit. It's a different conversation than when you have it with just somebody that really don't know about the culture like well, that or ain't really where we from true. can really relate to what's going on. Right? Very so, true. I wanted to, I, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes with journalism because I feel like it's, it's a whole I was going to ask of, that, but I like that you yeah, jumped to that It's a whole quick, bunch of it? people like, you know, it's like a competition with, you know, all, all that other shit. I'm doing this shit to tell my story and to tell my friend's story and to have a capsule of stories for up-and-coming people to look at, Do you listen know that's to. why I started it? Like, that's what made you, me even want to get into it, man. Minds, bro. It was a time capsule. It's like, hey, if uh, with all the bullshit that's going on in the world, right, bro, and everything that people are putting out, <clears throat> this shit's got to still stand for something. This shit still has to be alive and well in that capsule. Fact. You know what I'm saying? That's very important to me. You know what I mean, man? Fact. So that's why I stay down with real conversation overall with real people, man. That yes. shit's very important, man. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate you, man, for coming today and coming and fucking with me and sitting down with me. You also, one more thing, too, <clears throat> and I want to be right on the album. You just did the uh, Worldwide 
Smoke Session Volume 2. We got to talk. Man, we'll be Just gotta drop. Get that we got to get that before we get up out of here. No, we could not. Look, I got you. Well, man, Look, it's go. unexpected like bird minutes. shit for me a lot because yeah. I love to just fucking randomly surprise my fans with fucking, with, with drops. Yeah. Um. Sometimes, you know, the traditional way of, of promoting mm-hmm. and, and, you know, dropping a tape with with fanfare and shit like that. It's it's good to do it, to 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 build up the anticipation when you got certain releases, right? But then when you got people that just faithfully listen to you, and you know, I don't want to say fans are fickle, but some of them are. But the way people digest music nowadays is so fast that once you drop something, they want something else. They want something else, man. Right? Sometimes bro, they want it before the shit even drops. So, so you gotta you gotta kind of um, sometimes not even brief them with what's going on. You just gotta just drop. And I've had the luxury to be able to drop music, and my fans will find it wherever it's at. And you know, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise for a lot of my fans for what I see on social media. And now, you know, after the release, now I can do the, the promo work where I can come sit. Right here and chop it up. And, and, and go sit over here and go sit I, over don't here. Don't you? And I'm you know? sure you know about it, just even being in the podcast game, if you've done some interviews with people. I hate people wanting to come and sit down prematurely. Mm. Does that make any sense? Like, when there's nothing I hate going that, on, just when there's come nothing going on, you just want to sit down. Like, wouldn't it be smart for you to have something booming at the time, or something that you want to release, and something you want to sell to the fans, and have them have some new shit? You got to come and promote it. You got to understand. Just because there ain't no more TRL, don't mean you don't still need to get your ass out here and go and move and move the right way. Can't nobody just run across the street and go buy your shit anymore. You gotta know, you gotta let them know where it's at. You gotta let them know where they can find you. You gotta let them know what you got coming up next. Like you have to, you have to touch bases with them, man, or it will fall apart. This was my reason to come outside. Yeah, you gotta, hey, and see, <laughs> I like that about you because you even said earlier, you was like, man, I don't really, uh, I don't come outside and I don't like to either anymore. Less, man, there's an event, there's something to be outside for a fight. Gotta be outside with a purpose. For, with a purpose, man. Because if you're not, you're outside. You're gonna find. You'll find trouble instead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Facts. Did you already drop this album? Is it already out? Or it's out. It literally dropped at midnight. At midnight. This is my first interview since the album dropped. Live. My first time talking about the music. Talk since about the album it. Dropped. Yeah. You know what I mean, shout out to Guap Dad Four Thousand. He's on there. Shout out to Shelly. Um, P A K A Drum. He's on there. Shout out to my brother Roddy Rebel. He's on there. Shout out to my brother Bizzle. He's on there. Shout out to uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. He's on there. Song um, you expect to go the craziest off there? Shit, it's already going crazy. Um, House of Blues what? featuring Currency Was Khalifa and Big Crit. You should. That's what I'm saying. I know you have one on your mind yeah. <clears throat> already. Like, it's yeah, already that one's crazy. already. Yeah, there's got to be one gone. that's sticking out that's just catching yeah. the fucking that's people gone. are just. Maximizing yeah. the plays on that That's shit. That's going crazy right now. It's doing what it's supposed to do. That's live. Yeah. You gonna continue to make more music? Can they expect yeah. more music out of you I mean, in the future? For for the fans that know me, they know my over under. 
you know what I do throughout the year? I drop a lot of projects. It's what I do. And for the fans that don't, then get familiar. Go dig. I got music with your favorite rappers, favorite rappers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, your, favorite I like that. your favorite rapper is a fan. See, I like what you know? I like about you is <clears throat> you didn't come on trying to act like everybody knew you. Like, yeah, I know I got a fan base, but let me introduce myself everybody to the ones that, that, yeah, nah, nah, I feel the same me. way, yeah. man. People learn about me every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you got to be open with them and let them know, man. Even if people want to sit there, oh, you already said this. No, nah, there's people here that need to know this. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. I'm always in for refreshing and, and sharing the information. Especially about myself. Well, you let that. me know, man. Whenever you want me to come down to man, uptown, wherever, man, uptown, downtown, all around, right? The wherever you at, you just let about. me know, uptown, man. Downtown, Switzerland. Yeah, wherever it is, <laughs> Nebraska, nigga. We gotta go down somewhere cold and frosty, nigga. Alaska. Yeah. Nigga, I just I'm came there. from Nebraska too. We had a fire show in Nebraska. Yeah, sold out about eighty five hundred people there on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. You know what I mean? So shout, shout be, out to Nebraska. It's got to be dope to be able to um, get intimate with the fans. I feel like that's why uh, Dave Chappelle started doing smaller get-togethers when he's doing stuff. I think that that intimacy is everything it's with the everything. fans, man. It's everything. You know? It's everything. You Not know? everybody can reach and feel. You know what I'm saying? When they're standing up there and they can feel the vibe that you're pushing, the vibrations. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's got to be dope. 8,500, that's rocking. It's a good time, man. That's rocking, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. It's a great tour. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa, man. Yeah. Hey, I know. He be having yeah, it going man. crazy. That guy's a rock star, man. Yeah. Kid, I, I, Taylor kid. Gang, he be having it going crazy. Man, that that guy, he's he's that's an ill fellow right there, man. How'd you meet Pittsburgh Slim? I knew Wiz over fuck. I knew Wiz forever. For a long, long, long time. Um, and you know, we came up in this shit together. And and that's one person I know I can always look to and he'll always be there for me. Yeah, I mean, get him up here, he's always this is not pretentious pretentiously speaking, this is from experience from living it and yeah. from actually coming through and supporting and it, it goes both ways that's that's my brother right there i love that guy to death good guy good fella 10 years you know over 10 over 10 over 10 well over, back east. well over 10 well over 10 that's live man we're gonna get him i'm gonna get him up in here soon I'm gonna hunt him down. Yeah, he out here. You know what I mean? He a real one. I'm pretty sure. And get him up here, man. Tell him, hey, man, lace your Chuck Taylors up on your vans, man. Mm -hmm. Throw your backwards hat on, man, uh -huh. and a bandana around uh -huh. your neck, and bring your ass on up here. And come uh -huh. smoke some weed with I'm, me, man. I'm pretty sure and come sit to down, the man, in the sharp tank. Mm -hmm. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world, GD. With the really fucking coolest. <laughs> really. Yeah. I appreciate you for coming, man, and just coming and chopping it up with Love me. Love one. And like I said, when I touch down through there, man. Hey, it's going I'm gonna up. Have this, we gonna have a, we gonna have a good breakfast, up. lunch, whatever it is. We gonna have a good adult we, beverage yeah, to go with it. Yeah, and then we gonna yeah, and then we Fresh gonna sit the down gold bottle, and shit. we gonna pod like a motherfucker, man. I'm with it. Let's I can't do wait it. to come touch the bricks with you, baby. My brother. Hey, smoke this. I appreciate love you, man. One. It's nothing but love. We out of here. The sharp tank. Boom. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. Hey, Donnie, you know what time it is? Shoot us out the motherfucking gym.